This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 46. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Ebony Butler. Ebony has her BS degree in information technology from Drexel University. And in 2015, she became interested in WordPress as a platform to start blogging about metal music. In late 2016, she participated in the Interactive Mechanics Fellowship Program, focusing on creating a custom WordPress theme as her final project. At the conclusion of the fellowship, Ebony started her first developer position with Yikes Inc. as a WordPress developer. Hi, Ebony. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ebony. Thanks for joining us on the show. Can you please tell us a little bit more about yourself, more than what Tara just shared? Sure. Um, so I'm a 30-something, and I feel like <laughs> I'm mentioning my age um, as a, a new person in tech is like, People don't, I guess, don't think that you can get started in tech later in your career, but I'm the new developer and I just turned 30, so it's never too late. Um, so yeah, I'm a 30-something WordPress developer, and I've been a developer for professionally full-time for about nine months, um, and I transitioned from being a tester in a big company, um, but it wasn't filling at all. Um, so I finally took the leap and took the challenge to become something I thought I wouldn't be able to do, uh, something I wouldn't think I'd be able to become. And, but I, with hard work, I definitely made it there, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a little bit, a little bit more about myself. <laughs> Have you always been interested in technology and has that been something that you've been passionate about? What, what kind of sparked that for you to pursue that? Well, I grew up in a very tech family. My dad has his degree in computer science and he's always exposed us to computers. Um, and so from an early, early age, like probably around six, I had my own computer, <laughs> which is a, a good and bad thing, you know? Uh, cause, we, because like my generation, we, I definitely grew up in the height of like chat rooms and just talking online and all that stuff. Um, and I think actually that's definitely played a huge part in what I've become today. Um, just having access to that information right from the get go um, and having a computer at that young age, I was able to learn how to reinstall my OS when I screwed up with viruses or malware because my dad wasn't going to do it for like the 10th time. He got tired. Um, yeah. So I had to learn how to do that. Um, and that ended up just being something I do yearly, not knowing it was a skill that I had. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I know a lot of the system admin stuff just from being forced to do it myself when I was growing up, starting from when I was like six. So yeah, it was good. It was it was good. I definitely, definitely had a lot of fun to have my own computer, but I definitely feel like that contributed to my introvertism too, because I had a lot of online friends. I still do have a lot of online friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
So, well, that's really neat that your dad kind of did it for you a bunch of times, but then let you take over and do it and be, and build up your comfort level with digging into things yeah. that people aren't comfortable with. Did you also like break apart the computer and like look at what was inside of it or were you doing code type stuff mostly? Um, it was mostly building computers. I did have the opportunity to build my own computer as well. Um, just because the nature of my dad's work, he always had computers and data racks in the, in the basement. Um, and so if he was working on something, I'd be nosy and look and see and learn what a hard drive looks like and learn and learn what a CD-ROM looks like. And, and people were still using that. Um, I installed my own CD-ROM drive on my, on my tower one time because I just wanted it because I play video games, <laughs> computer oh. games rather. Um, so yeah, it's definitely looking back, I definitely had exposure to a lot of tech when I was younger, not knowing that it was very beneficial. <laughs> right, right. And now you're using it to make your living. And it sounds like you've also really, you've dove into studying it formally, which a lot of people that we talk to on this show are self-taught. And mm-hmm. so uh, I know you expressed that you think you're getting into it late. From my perspective, it seems like you're getting into it. Not that late. But the <laughs> fact that you actually pursued it formally, to me, is I'm envious of that because I think that we talk about imposter syndrome a lot. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of imposter syndrome comes from the fact that so many of us are self-taught. And so yeah. at least from per, speaking personally, but I think I think it applies to a lot of people when you're self-taught, you kind of assume that you don't know a lot of things because you were never actually taught it in a, you know, in a formal way. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about, about your formal education and, and how that's helped you as a developer? Um, well, I actually have, I still think I have imposter syndrome myself, even though I do have a formal education. Um, my, like you mentioned in my bio, I have my bachelor's of science degree in information technology. Um, and I originally started out in college going after my degree in computer science because I kind of just knew I wanted to do that because my family, my dad was, I just knew I was like, you know, smart enough to do that. Um, but I had an experience in college where one of my classes, I forget which particular class, something to do with like binary trees and recursion, like basically a lot of the fundamentals of programming and learning different programming algorithms and ways of creating functions and all that stuff. So um, I had, I was having difficulty in class and that was like the second year of my computer science degree. So I made it through the first year, thankfully. Um, so having difficulty, didn't really understand a lot of it and being a perfectionist, uh, I just put a lot of pressure on myself. Like, why can I understand this? Something wrong with me. But, you know, I was going to try my best and actually step out of my comfort zone and check out and meet with the TA, the teaching assistant of the class to try to get help. Um, and fortunately, that experience kind of forced, not forced me, but led me to change my major because he kind of ended up near the end of the session. He ended up like basically telling me the major was not for me. Um, And also like being 
obviously being one of the few black women in the major, you kind of, and he was a white male. So he wasn't really being too, looking back, he wasn't actually teaching me or trying to teach me. Uh, he was making the assumption that I, there's no way I could understand um, what the mediocre effort he put into teaching me. And I still not understand, but he concluded that I was not good enough to be in that major. And of course that's always upsetting. I didn't know the guy, but um, when you're in college and you're interacting with teachers or teaching assistants, you put them on a pedestal. You, you think they know everything. Sure. Um, and so took that to heart and just ended up changing the major. <laughs> and to be honest, information technology was super easy. I barely studied. <laughs> um, so I do tell, I do always say that I took the easy way out. Um, but that experience definitely took a toll on me because I ended up not the first, the first six years of my career, I wasn't a developer like I thought I would be. Um, I thought I was not good enough to be a developer because with what he said to me in college. Yeah. Um, Do you ever think yeah. back to that time and think about now, like knowing what you know now, if he, if you had that teacher now and he did that, how, how you would react differently? I guess yeah. in the current climate that we're in as well, <laughs> times change too. Yeah, I would definitely have, well, yeah, I would definitely have reported him. Um, so my, my my mom when she was alive did yell at him, so I was happy about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always remember that conversation. She's like yelling at him and everything. Um, but in the times that we have, like looking back to that, I would just really. I mean, it's never worth never worth really trying to encounter that kind of bias and try to speak logically to a person who thinks like that, um, especially if you're the person who's being oppressed and you're trying to speak rationally to someone who's oppressing you. Like they're by default, everything that you talk, everything, everything that you say is going to go out one ear and one ear out the other. So it wouldn't even be worth it to try to encounter him. Um, but I would probably just, you know, snark at him and tell him I'm a developer now and I am better than you. But <laughs> 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 but that's the extent that I would probably interact with him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really good story when you think about how times change, but also how your your mindset changes. And when you're young too, you're, you're it's yeah. much harder to stand up for yourself, I think too. And uh, so it's great yeah. that you've moved, you've moved past that and, and that you are a developer now. So tell us a little bit about that and, and where WordPress comes into this story. Well, at the reaching my like five-year mark in my corporate career as like a tester, technically they called me a systems engineer, which is a very, a very big umbrella term, which mean anything. Um, so in the midst of that and just not being happy and kind of seeing a lot of women developers and black women developers and being influenced by that and like kind of getting the fuel to be like, oh, they can do it. Maybe I can do it too. And also just like encountering people on the street 
um, that be like, hey, I'm a developer. I'm just taking these online classes and I'm just building stuff because I want to. So encountering a lot of that, I finally, finally took the leap into trying to code and learn how to code. Um, what originally, what originally kicked that off is because my love for metal music and, um, and wanting to put myself out there as a metal personality, metal critic, metal reviewer, just because mostly, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm in tech, you know, it's male dominated. Metal music is very well, very male dominated. Um, so I took that opportunity there to, actually create a blog called metal and coffee and that was my first adventure into wordpress and coding because i went ahead and set up my own hosting provider um did a manual installation of wordpress um also chose a theme i ended up buying a theme i didn't code one myself yet but i just wanted to get the ball rolling um and then i made it made it live and that happened in 2015 so i started my blog in 2015 and yeah like i felt like that gave me a taste that i can do this because i was able to easily follow instructions on how to set up a hosting provider but also fill in the blanks of understanding because of my past knowledge of tech and being in tech family um and that whole process went really smooth um so that was my first glimpse into WordPress because I chose, I ended up choosing WordPress for my, for my um, website because I just did research and it was easy. <laughs> I hear it was the easy, most easy uh, content management system. So, and the setup was easy. So I agree. <laughs> Famous so I, five minute install. Five minute install. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minute. We'll say 10 minutes. Oh yeah. And then some, right. And then some. Yeah. <laughs> Ebony, you've uh, shared a very interesting story, and, and particularly the the college challenges that you were that you were facing as as a student compared to your TA, as a woman in tech, as a, an African American woman in tech, and mm-hmm. and you've overcome all of that, and you had a corporate job that. Uh, my words, not yours. You weren't overly happy with, and mm-hmm. you you found a way out of that into a a job that, from what I gather, you really enjoy. With that kind of context, I wonder if you can talk about what is your definition of success, and if you want to weave in a personal definition and a professional, and what does that all mean to you? How do you how do you how do you define success? Success to me is being happy with your with your job basically with your profession um and that's from a obviously a professional definition being happy um and just yeah i feel like that's the that is the definition being happy in your profession because with my previous experiences in my previous jobs i always felt like I was have I was not heard at my jobs. Um not that I was the most flam flamboyant person and like talking all the time. I'm actually pretty shy professionally. <laughs> um and I because I'm a quiet worker, I like to get stuff done, but 
the major problems in the previous positions was that there was a lot of disorganization um, and there wasn't really, I didn't, I didn't see a lot of diversity and inclusion when at my previous positions. Um, and that led to having to hold in uh, any like passive aggression, aggressive comments made towards me or any like sure. borderline, borderline racist comments towards me sure. or like sexist comments towards me, like um, because I knew that management weren't, weren't going to do much for me. <laughs> Um, and so dealing with that, those kind of things in a working environment really weighs on you, creative, makes you very stressed. Um, I remember how hard it would be to get out of bed and just get ready for work and have to drive to work and just how this is a, a big dark cloud over me the entire time. Um, and yeah, and I didn't even realize that was not normal. I got used to that. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so dealing with that, basically a toxic work environment is what that is. Um, and dealing with a lot of the, I mean, not every workplace has this, but it can be, it can seem like there's like high school dynamics going on where there's like clicks and, uh, gossip and all this is going on in the corp, in a big, a lot of that, a lot of that, a lot of that goes on in bigger companies too. Um, but my position now where it's only five people, <laughs> including, <laughs> including, uh, my two awesome bosses. Um, the big difference is that my management, my bosses are actually, actually root for you. They actually root for your success. They actually care about your life. <laughs> um, and they actually check in with you on your, on life in general, your mental health, physical health, um, how are you doing with work? If you need help completing tasks, uh, it's not a question that they'll, they'll help you and get the information that you need. They'll, they'll feed you with resources and who to talk to if they, if you need help with the task. Um, and so just having like really caring bosses and, People who care about you and don't look at you at just as a number, as um, just a low-level employee who needs to do their job. <laughs> yeah, is, that, sounds, that sounds really healthy. And yeah. Healthy. Yeah, and, I'm really glad you explained that and went on uh, beyond the, the idea of being happy with your job or happy with the work that you're doing. Because um, what you've described is much more than that, right? It's not just the work that you're doing. It's not just your job, but it's right. the culture and the environment in which you're working. And so it sounds like you found a great fit for that and that you have a lot of things to compare it to in your experience. And you described yourself, um, you know, in a, in a world that's dominated by men and by white men um, to be a black woman, to stand out and stand up for yourself and be in an environment where that's embraced must be like you described just a great place to be so i think that yeah yeah that happy is is a general term that really hits a lot of <laughs> what you've described yeah exactly um i definitely i guess another another thing i'm happy about uh that i define success is, yeah please is that um when you're always in when you're excited to learn um, and most most of that is because you're 
being enabled to learn and always stay on top of various technologies, especially in the tech field. Um, one of the one of the instances I had at my previous jobs is that it was not encouraged to learn. Um, and as someone who can't sit still, sit still, I I have to do something. If there's no work to do, I'm going to learn. <laughs> and so that was what I was doing. Um, and because I was doing that, going back to that workplace seeming like it was high school, I experienced a lot of like jealousy and kind of being like ostracized for working hard, which I kind of like never understood. And this is weird. I'm not even sure if anyone can relate to that, that experience of being, being seen as weird and overachieving because you're just trying to do the job the best of your ability. <laughs> sound like high school. That really does. Yeah. That's, that's a sad story. What would you yeah. say is something that you do every day or the most important thing that you do every day when you talk about learning and, and, and as part of your definition of success, what do you do every day towards that goal? Well, in terms of WordPress, well, since I'm a full-time WordPress developer, I'm learning, I'm always seeing what's being released in the upcoming uh, core releases, such as Gutenberg, which I'm learning to build my own block. <laughs> so I've been, so I generally do stay up, stay on top of WordPress developments and um, our, my, my team at uh, Yikes that I work with, they are always keeping us in the know and keeping us on top of what's going on. Um, but in terms of like regular life stuff and my, and engaging my creative side, I always listen to new music. That's, that is always something I do absolutely every day without question. Um, I've probably logged like an insane amount of hours listening to music this year already. It's not even like half a year yet. Um, <laughs> do you listen while you code? Is that? Oh helping? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I don't, and I'm I'm a, I'm a very eclectic person. I don't only listen to metal. I'm I love dance music, it's like my favorite kind of music actually. Um, but yeah, I'm always listening to a new album. I'm actually someone who reads album reviews and see what's coming out and adds to my calendar because I'm excited and nerdy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, are you also a musician? Do you are you also a musician or you're just a a, not just, but you're also passionate about listening to music. Um, definitely. Well, I play guitar. Um, that's just something I do to act like I can be a singer songwriter, which I'm never going to do. <laughs> um, but I'm mostly, I'm mostly into supporting. I go to a lot of live shows. Um, and I actually do write album reviews as well. And I do, I'm one of the, the dorky people who talk about album reviews and music on YouTube. <laughs> so I'm definitely a huge supporter. I'm not, I'm not a musician, but I try to make my mark with supporting music and all that stuff. So. <laughs> Ebony, let me, let me change gears a little bit on us and just swing a little bit back towards, towards WordPress if I can. And yep. ask about your involvement with the WordPress community 
and maybe share some of your thoughts around the WordPress community as it as it relates maybe to to you know, kind of achieving your goals and or your successes and kind of learning and and and, and talk about inclusivity and and diversity uh, over the course of the conversation. Maybe you can share some thoughts there. Um, well, I think the WordPress community is definitely the most accepting community that I've I've been in so far. I and you know it's it's mostly it's like one of the few I've been in. But when I previously started learning to code, um, kind of going to trying to get involved with other meetups that are for like specific coding languages it wasn't as easy to jump in and kind of arrive as a newbie and ex- and kind of expect to be helped. Not that you're expecting to be helped, but kind of being welcomed, I'll say. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, when I, when I arrived to my first WordPress meetup, uh, it was definitely a lot more, I felt a lot more comfortable. I didn't feel like I was, an outsider, um, and I was welcomed, and people were asking, you know, hi, how are you? Welcome, da da da. Um, so that's always, it seems like small, but it's definitely goes a long way when um, a community recognizes when a new person is there and, you know, brings them in and uh, accepts them and makes them acknowledge just to make sure they're having a good time and all that stuff. So that was definitely what, one aspect that stood out for um, in the WordPress community. But I feel like a lot of people as well, which I think is awesome, a lot of people are so enthusiastic about WordPress, um, and which makes you enthusiastic when you're talking to them. <laughs> so when I, I took my first intro to WordPress class um, early last year, and Tracy Levesque, my boss, she taught that. Um, and I remember... I remember saying in the class when we were like introducing ourselves, because I had recently come to the decision after completing my um, interactive mechanics fellowship where I had built my first really crappy theme, but I built it. Um, I had come to the (laughs) conclusion. (laughs) I came to the conclusion that I wanted to be a a WordPress developer. And so when we're going, we're going around class, um, introducing ourselves. And I just said, hi, I'm Ebony. I love metal music and I want to be a WordPress developer. And then Tracy is like jumping up and down and being super excited. (laughs) Tracy's wonderful. (laughs) I'm going to ask you a question um, about advice. And I think we already know probably what the worst advice you ever were given, which was which was to tell you that computer science was not for you. (laughs) What would you say is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given and that you've implemented in your life? The best piece of advice, and this is like compiled over reading multiple self-help books and about meditation and yoga and all that stuff. Um, the best piece of advice would be to encounter everything with a beginner's mind. Um, and which basically means to don't go into like situations knowing what, what, 
don't go into situations expecting you know what's going to happen or how it's going to go. Um, because as someone who, once again, always like puts pressure on herself, I'll always, one of the notorious things I'll do is I'll create a, I'll create a to-do list with like 50 items for one day um, and always and expect it to complete it. <laughs> um, but what I do, if I actually, you know, when I think about that, that statement, just always approaching things in beginner's mind that influenced me to slow my mind down and really think about what I'm putting on my plate and allowing myself time to process things and to take breaks and not always be moving all the time. And my, that to do list is like chopped down to like three things, um, which I'm happy with. And you end up being happy when you're, you can actually complete your list. <laughs> yes. I am yeah. totally on board with that. That is good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's so much packed in that, right? That, that massive to-do list is. Yeah. Gets into time management. It gets into mm-hmm. the psychology of managing our own expectations and imposter yeah. syndrome and self-worth and all of that. And, and it sounds like that beginner's mindset, which I love. I've not heard that phrase before. So thank you for sharing that, of really just slowing down, thinking about it, trying to not put the horse before the cart and yeah, get to what you can get to. with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really valuable. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Realistic expectations. Yeah. And just trying to be present in everything you do since we're a high-paced world um, and we're always trying to do three things at a time. It's actually more beneficial to just do one thing at a time and be really into that one thing because then you're the quality of that one thing is going to be amazing. <laughs> no one else can see this, but because we're on video with you, we we started out this call seeing your adorable little dog. <laughs> so <laughs> what what role does your dog play in your uh, development and, and metal music lifestyle? Tell us about your <laughs> Um. She plays a big role because she is someone who will be proud of me whenever, whatever happens, right, Cookie? Um, <laughs> and she's just, she's just a very warming animal when I think about it. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird when you think about it because like, I don't think about, I never thought of her as, as I've never been asked that question, so I haven't thought of it <laughs> in that aspect. But coming home to see her and being excited after I'm coding all day to like chill with my dog because she's she's a really big cuddler, as you can see. He just likes to be in that Aww. position the entire time. Um, I wish so I he warms my heart for sure. <laughs> yeah, we've had a few guests that have mentioned their close relationship with their dog, and I'm actually uh, out of town working remotely and brought my dog with me this time, and I am Aww. so grateful <laughs> for my dog this week. So shout out, <laughs> shout out to dogs and pets that support us in our quest. Yes. For- dogs Jeez. everywhere. Dogs Aww. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> And and laughter too sometimes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ebony, we are out of time unfortunately, but I'm sure your dog will be glad to have your full attention in a few minutes. <laughs> can you tell us? Where, can you tell us where people can find you online? Sure, um, I'm very active on Twitter. 
And my Twitter handle is metal and coffee underscore uh, the underscore the symbol. <laughs> um, and I have my really uh, bare bones portfolio portfolio site called ebony that me. Um, and yeah, those are two places you can find me. <laughs> that is awesome. Ebony, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure spending time with you, chatting with you and getting to know you. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Ebony. Thank Take you. care. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.